Luke 18, verse 36. You found it, say amen. Amen. Actually, I'll start with verse 35. As he approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the road begging. Hearing a crowd passing by, he inquired what was happening. Jesus of Nazareth is passing by, they told him. So he called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then those in front told him to keep quiet. But he kept crying out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. <laughs> Jesus stopped and commanded that he be brought to him. When he came closer, he asked him, what do you want me to do for you? Lord, he said, I want to see. Receive your sight, Jesus told him. Your faith have saved you. Yeah. Instantly he could see and he began to follow him, glorifying God. All the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. Amen. Just for a subject, if I have to tag it here, I just want to talk about I want to see. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can somebody say, I want to see? I want to see. Amen. Amen. I, I want to see. Before I get into that, you know, I tell you, visual aid is also something, too, I can tag uh, to this text about last week. Or last week, as we went Gucci ministering the word after the service was over, we decided, as often we do, a Sunday ritual is to find a good place to eat after a good service. Amen. Now, we made the mis mistake that I challenge you not to make, and that is, if you go to a restaurant on a Sunday around about noontime, 11.30 or noontime, and you don't really see, we're talking about sight, right? Mm -hmm. You don't really see any cars. In the parking lot, you you you, you might you might not want to go there. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, you, you might not want to go there. That, that that's a good sign that it might not have the the proper uh, uh, quality food that you yes, used to. Sir. And true to form, we we had a lively experience of fellowship. Uh -huh. Amen. But the food was not up to par. Right. Amen. But 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 remember that if you if you're ever out of town and you're going somewhere and you don't see a lot of cars during the prime hours, you might want to keep on going. Yes, yeah, sir. Amen. But we we're, we're going to keep uh, uh uh with this with this text because this is an awesome text. It, it, it's so awesome. Even as I was driving here, God was putting stuff in my spirit about this situation and I think really uh we could tag it really and just this text really speaks to what's going on right now. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, 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 even with, with COVID going on, it, we learn a lot here from this text that, that we can understand. I, I don't know how many of you are social uh, uh, on social media, but there's a lot of things that get challenged. Mm. And the latest challenge is the 10-year challenge. Mm. You're supposed to put a picture up of you 10 years ago and a picture of you now mm. and see the difference. And, 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 and some people look a lot better. Some people look a little heavier. Some people look this and some people look that. Uh, but, but one pastor posted 10 years ago the church was full. And then he posted a picture of the church today, today. Yeah. and nobody was there. Yeah. Yeah. And the tag that I've had is I'm in some groups with pastors and, and I've said this. First of all, it is a poor representation of your church if your church is judged solely by who's present. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. Man. Because we find that in this text. Right here in this text, this, this, this wasn't a church setting. All right. Where, where, where his faith 
what was in need. This wasn't in a church setting. Uh -huh. So so if your church is only uh, can be judged by the people who come or what happens inside these four walls on Sunday morning or Wednesday night, then I'm here to suggest that that is a poor excuse of a church. Uh -huh. uh, we're not going to make no friends on that one, Bishop. Uh -huh. Come on. But, 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 but it's all right. It's yeah. all right. Yeah. Because we're not called to make friends. We're called to preach the truth. Yeah. And, the tru and the truth of the matter is that if COVID hasn't taught us anything, uh -huh. it has taught us that our church cannot be reduced to four walls. All right. Come on now. Yeah, come yeah. I love it. I love it. Three, four years ago, I remember, especially the older pastors who, who definitely aren't uh, into smartphones and didn't have social media. They said that they said that social media was the devil. Yeah, that's they said, right. oh, yeah. man, yeah. Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, that stuff that's is right. of the devil. Right. Well, guess who cheesing, smiling, and profiling in 2022 on, front and center using social media? The same people that said that it was the devil. Matter of fact, one of the most prominent, uh, one of the more prominent pastors uh, in the country is now selling their building. Uh-huh. And getting out of owning a building at all. all right. They're doing so well using social media. They said, why in the world do we need to have a building? All right. ah. Ah. Yeah. That's tight because, see, what happens is that you understand that church is more than coming to hear a word. It's about being the word. Yeah, yeah. So, so what I want to suggest to you is that spiritual blindness is the worst form. All right. Why this guy couldn't see? I had to think in my mind. When I, when I, when I think about the Stevie Wonders and the Ray Charles of the world uh -huh. and the blind people who have climbed mountains and the Helen Kellers of the world who were blind but did great things, it lets me know, although I'm thankful for my sight, yeah. you can accomplish great things in the natural without it. Oh, but spiritual blindness. Yes, this, this, this way you got to learn something. Here we go. Just teaching us. We got, we got to learn. The Bible says that, that this man had been begging... And see, normally we take that as a negative connotation, but some of us in life have been begging. We may not have been begging for sight, but some of us on a job, you've been begging for a promotion for five years. Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you've been begging for your significant other to act right. Uh-huh, come on now. <laughs> come on now, follow me with this thing here. Uh, uh, and, and, and you're not getting the desired result that you're seeking. So, so then maybe begging isn't so much because we're so used to thinking about somebody homeless in the middle of the road begging. And many of us, will, if we're being honest, we'll just look the other way. We don't want to see that sign saying, give me some money because we're going to turn and not want to always give them some money. So we think that if we can ignore the problem, the problem won't be there. But at the end of the day, uh, 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 we pick and choose. Oh, amen, amen, who we want to help. But, 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 but in this process of begging, he found that the one who could help him was in the area. All right, now. All right, All right because, because watch this. They, they, they say that when you lose one sight, another, another, sense, another sense is heightened. Yes, sir. So it says he heard. He heard. He heard that a man was passing by. Who is this? Yeah, yeah, Jesus of Nazareth. Watch this. So he started calling out. See, the first thing, the point that I want to make is when you need help, you need to go to somebody who can help you. It, it, it bothers me when we ask people who don't have any expertise or don't have any experience in a realm, and we ask them, why are you asking somebody who doesn't have a business, should you start one? Yeah, you don't ask nobody for money that's broke. 
I'm, I'm trying to help somebody. You got to ask somebody who's in a better position or in a situation who can help you. That's who you ask. So he found out Jesus was around the way. And he said, I want to get to him. So that's first and foremost. That's my first point. You, you got that. Ask somebody who you know. Yes, See, you got to stop asking people who are empty to help get you to another level. Uh -huh. <laughs> you, you're always talking about leveling up. I got to go to the next level. Uh -huh. But then you keep dealing with people who, who have not even uh, uh, accomplished anything on the level that they own. Come on, man. Come on. So, so God is not going to take somebody to another level. What does the Bible say? Well, you've been faithful over what? A few things. If you can't honor a few things, why is God going to give you more? Come on, come on, preacher. Come on. Huh? Let me break it down to you. I'll make it plain for you. You you, you upset now because you say you got an old raggedy car. Okay, uh -huh. I get that. But but you know what you have the ability to do? You can still keep it clean. Yes, sir. Yeah, you, I don't care how old it is. I don't care how big. You can still put some gas in it. Yes, sir. You can still vacuum it out. Come on, preacher. So, so, so God is watching you say, you got to be faithful over what I've given you. But you want more. Come on, preacher. Then it's in the text. Watch this. You got to be careful who is around you. Let me say it differently. Remember those who try to shush you. All right. Yeah, yeah. This man was calling out for David. And these people had been around God. And they said, be quiet. You shut that noise up. Be quiet. Yeah, yeah. And this man got louder. Yeah, come on. He said it again. Son of David, have mercy on me. Shh, shh. Be quiet. Quiet. I won't hear that. Son of David, have mercy. Oh man, you if you got some shushes around you, when you trying to live out your dream, when you trying to get to another level, when you trying to get your breakthrough, when you trying to get your healing, when you trying to get your praise on, you got to be careful about who's trying to shush you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you find somebody. And I used to be younger. We've all been there. We've all been immature. We've all been in that situation where you see somebody get up and fall out or shout or say hallelujah. Look, just because that's not what you want to do, that's not in your spirit, don't try to shush them. That's all right. Yeah, that's all right. Matter, matter of fact, unless you're doing a recording session, it's amazing how we try to quiet the babies. But if you ain't got no babies in the house, you ain't got no growth. Come on now. Oh, somebody missed that one. Somebody. Yeah, we get mad. First thing, we want to do quiet everybody. Be quiet. Man, if you ain't got some crying in here, you ain't got no growth. So they tried to shush him. And, and, and think, I, I really do. I want, I want your, your homework tonight. You got homework. When you get home tonight in your meditational time and your quiet time, think about the people mm. who have tried to silence you. Yeah. Ooh. Every Ooh. time you come up with an idea, oh, we, uh, we won't hear that. Shh, be quiet, be quiet. We, we ain't going to do that. Preacher. Every time you say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run for office or uh. I'm going to go for the position, be quiet. We, you, you ain't qualified. You, you ain't going to do that. You know, that's just like the same people who said, 
well, well, how, how the Bahamas going to look? And what's the weather like over there? And they ain't even never left Williamsburg. Huh? What you asking them for? They don't know. First thing they want to say, oh, it's dangerous over there. Oh, it's too hot. Oh, it's this. Man, you got to remember who tries to shush you. If God is telling you, see, let me, let me, let me qualify, disclaim this thing. Because, see, we lie on God a lot. Now, when you say God said it and it don't come to pass, who, who lied? Yeah, yeah, because we know God don't lie. So be very careful when you say, I heard from God. And God said, God told me I'm going to get a new car and a big house. And hey, you 85 and still haven't gotten it yet. But you said it 50 years ago. And I ain't saying that it can't. Oh, but I'm saying the clock ticking. And God is not a man that he should lie. So when God tells you that this is going to happen and I'm going to be restored and I'm going to be healed, yeah. be very careful about who tells you. you somebody in here is a witness where the doctor told you mm. that you won't go be But God said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So somebody told you you won't go be able to have your lights on or they was going to take your house. But God said. Because when God said it, he'll make a way. Yeah, and we don't have to understand the way, but God will make a way. You would think this man is a fool. If he's blind, then back in those days, they didn't have the med medicine like we had, so he just got to live with it, got to deal with it. But something about him on this day said, I am dissatisfied that I am in this condition. I want my sight. Oh, Mr. Jesus asked him, watch this. Yeah. See, I, I, I don't understand. Some of us even know what we want. So if God asks you and you have an encounter with God and he says, what do you want? What? Question. What's your answer going to be? Immediately, this man said, I want to see. Yeah. But what's beautiful about this is while he was granted physical sight, I don't think we've spent enough time understanding his inner sight. Yes, because he had the wherewithal, number one, to position himself to be in a place where he knew help would come. Secondly, he knew not to listen. Watch this. Some of y'all following the masses. Because y'all don't understand that sometimes the M is silent. Mm -hmm. Come on now. Uh-oh. Y'all got to figure that one out. Write it, write it down in case I went too fast. Sometimes you're following the masses, but the M is silent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all right sometimes when God tells you something to go a different direction. All right now. I ain't gotta preach that text because they preach that normally around about Christmas time because it said sometimes they went another way. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you just got to go another way. Because the way that everybody's Matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to suggest this to you because I like to make things relationable. If you got Netflix, you ought to watch that movie, Don't Look Up. Don't Look Up is a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. And I forget the other girl's name. She's very popular, uh, uh, too. And Merle, Merle Street is in it. I know you know her. And it's about scientists. 
who have seen that an asteroid is coming to Earth, coming to Earth. and it is going to destroy the Earth. That's right. And everybody, including all of the leaders of all the countries and the president and all of them, started laughing. My high, it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. Fast forward through the whole story. Uh-huh. And what they have seen, they are trying to now convey, but people were laughing at them. Don't want to get the whole thing away in case you want to watch it. All I want to suggest to you is this, is that sometimes when people are qualified and they do the work, they see things that others don't, don't see. see. That's right, and they saw That's something right. That's right. and tried to alert everybody about the catastrophe that was imminent. But they would listen. Nobody would listen. Yes, sir. Laughed at them. Yes, sir. Thought it was funny. Yes, oh, but I'm going to tell you, by the end of the movie, nobody's laughing. Nobody's laughing, preacher. Nobody. I, I, I just got to tell you that when you get something in, in a voice, when uh-huh. it tells you that you shown up or to do something, you just yeah. need to do it. Yeah. You, you, you just show enough need to do what God has told you to do. Yeah. Because you might not have people who are going to support you. Why is it that oftentimes it's not our family and friends who support us anyways? It's perfect strangers. Because a lot of times, uh, the people who are closest to you, they, yeah, they see you, they like you, they talk to you, they show up at the cookout, but they don't want to invest in you. Yeah. You know how I know this? You know how I know this? Because we will spend more money buying flowers at funerals than we do school books for college kids. <sighs> we do stuff backwards. But it's in the word. He kept crying. Until he got the attention of God. That says to me that if I'm in need, if I'm hurting, if I need something from God, I need to keep pleading with God. Yeah. Until I have an encounter. Yeah. Now God's not gonna always say yes. He's not gonna always say that. And that's where we get aggravated. We get aggravated when God denies our requests. Mm. But because He is God, and in His providential care, He can deny something that He knows would hurt us. Yeah. Even though we're begging for it. But God's so fit to grant this request. And he said, what is it that you want? He said, I want to receive sight. And instantly Jesus says, you know what? Your faith. Yeah. Because you believe uh-huh. <laughs> in me. Yes, sir. Even though your friends, your family said, don't believe. Uh-huh. Be quiet. Because you believed in me. Yeah. I'm going to grant the very thing yeah. that you're asking. When you want what you want and you need what you need, Michael Jackson wrote a song about it back in the 80s. Don't stop till you get enough. That's what you got to do. Yes, sir. Don't stop till you get it. You got to keep pressing forward through your discouragement. Yes, sir. Through the wayward friends. You, you, you 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 know what? Social distancing happened through COVID, but if you ever really wanted to see social distance, loan somebody some money. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Loan somebody some money. Man, I tell you. But he said, your faith has saved you. And then because he could see, watch this, and I'm about to close. All the people, when they saw what God had done to this individual, they gave God the glory. Yeah. Yeah. So just think that when you're elevated 
and because of your faith, other people around you are going to draw closer to God. Because they saw you on your sickbed. They came in there and thought you was going to die. They were making a funeral arrangement. But you're still here. And so because they saw you get healed, saw you get delivered, they got closer to God. Somebody saw you in a bad relationship suffering. They thought y'all was going to break up long, long time ago, but you persevered and you suffered through. And because of you, somebody said, I'm not going to throw in the towel. I'm going to hang on in there. We're going to try to work this thing out. All because of what they're seeing done in you. Matter of fact, there's a church probably looking at you. They're probably getting ready to throw in the towel. Said members ain't coming. People ain't showing up. But we're looking at Angel View. They got, might have just a few cars in the yard, but the lights are still on. And we're still here praying coming out the building. So we just going to hang on. Yes, sir. Just a little while. Yes, sir. Yes, Lord, sir. Yes, sir. I want to see. I pray that somebody will say that because this is not about being saved. This is about having faith that God will continue to do a good work that he started in you. That he is faithful to continue performing it until that day. And that's the type of faith that God. Do you think for one minute God is concerned about our name on a church road? How many times? And look, I love it. I'm old school. I tell you, I, I'm so old. I, we was in Sunday school and we used to give out them little sheets. We had to check it. If you were given an offering, you had to check it if you read your Bible that week. You had to check it if you brought your Sunday school book. You had to check it if you had visited somebody. Look, Pastor, this was the funniest thing on there. You know what you had to check? You had to check if you was present. You... Yeah. Yeah. I'm an artist. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we did those things. Yeah. You know, but 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 the faithfulness. Yeah. Is what's important. Yeah, it's the faithfulness. Because, because you got some people who come there's not a, some, there's, that are not as faithful as some that you don't see every week. Because some of us have got conditioned to think that if I come and I show up, then I'm getting a brownie point somewhere. Uh-huh. But see, what I love about God is that he sees our heart. Yeah. And he truly understands why we come and why we don't come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God knows that. God knows that heart on, on why we do what we do. Don't be that person that only shows up when you got the usher. Don't be that person that only show up when you're leading the song. Don't be that person. God sees that. Yeah. But if you really want to see, you've got to be that person that you'll do it and don't worry about if you get credit. If, if, if your name ain't printed in here, you're going to say, that's all right. They just over, they didn't see it. That's all right. God saw it. If you pick up a piece of trash in the parking lot, God sees it. If you stop to help somebody cross the street, God sees it. If you really want to see, it is much deeper than what you see with your eyes. I challenge each of us here today to look deep within ourselves. And say, God, if there's anything within me that's not pure, if there's anything in me that's clean, and if I'm doing things just to be seen, God, fix my heart. I want to close with this. This thing ain't about being seen. 
too many a times we do stuff just because when somebody is watching. If you want to help somebody, help them. You ain't got to record it. You ain't got to take pictures of it. Just do it. God sees it. You want to put a thousand dollars in the offering to bless the church? We don't need to have a big announcement now for me. We don't need to put your name on the window. Just do it. Just do it. That's what it's about. If it's in your heart. Those of you, please stand. Please stand. 15, verse 25. Verse 25, Luke 15. You found it. Say amen. Amen. Very familiar passage of scripture, so it's going to bring back to you remembrance when we begin reading. Luke 15, 25. Now his oldest son was in the field. As he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he summoned one of his servants, questioning what these things meant. Your brother is here, he told them. And your father has slaughtered the fatted calf because he has him back safe and sound. Yeah. Verse 32. But we had to celebrate and rejoice because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and now is found. Yeah. Yeah. Father God, we thank you for the reading of your word. We pray now that your spirit would teach us that we might be taught, change us that we might be changed, shift us that we might be shifted. Yes, Lord God, remove any distraction that's in our mind and our spirit. Lord God, that we might receive a word from you on high. We need to hear from you in this hour. Yes. Father God, we just thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Forgive me forgive me in my haste to say good morning to each and every one of you, to thank you to every officer, member, and friend for being here, for braving your way. Because you know how we do when, when it rains. We won't show up in a, in a minute. Amen. And, and it even goes further. I heard a joke the other day, a, a Baptist joke. It said that Bigfoot must be Baptist. Because when he joined the church, ain't nobody seen him since. <laughs> All right, then. Lord, help us. Yeah, help us, help us, help us. You got to do Amen. When I was reading this word, I tell you, uh, it, it illuminated my mind. I'm. I, I tell it about, I, I try to teach the young preachers, right? Because Lord knows I got a bad habit. Mm. And I, I'm never prepared for Sunday until probably Sunday morning. Because I'm always wrestling with what I feel like the word needs to be in that moment, in that hour. Yeah. I tell them, please don't ask me to pre-print the message in the bulletin. Because I'm going to, I'll tell you something, it'll be something else. <laughs> but God was wrestling with me with this. And I preached this many times before, but he was enlightening me again. Can you tell your neighbor, what about a party for me? What about a party for me? Yeah. Ah, this brother, this brother was, was waiting. He was looking. The verse starts off where it's talking about now his older son was in the field. And he came to the house. He heard music and dancing. And the brother said, what in the world is going on? And one of the servants said, the other brother has come back. Yeah, yeah. Ah, in my mind, I'm thinking this older brother probably a little upset. Uh-huh. 
wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did y'all get excited because he's back? Mm -hmm. I never left. All right. What about a party, party for me? For me? Yeah. I just want to suggest to somebody that, that while, you're, while you're looking at and, and seeing everybody else getting blessed and everybody else seemingly uh, making a bunch of fuss and to do over somebody else, can I help you understand that if you continue to be faithful, yeah. your time is coming? You know, one of, one of the things that, that, that God was sharing with me in this text was what's so amazing is I think some of us really miss our blessing yeah. looking at somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Because watch this, this thing gonna bless you right here. Do you not understand that 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 when uh, you coach, coach the coach, it's like coaching uh, football, basketball, whatever it is. The same coach that is coaching the players who are in the game uh -huh. is the same coach of those who are on the bench. That's right. That's right. So, so what am I saying? That means you you have gotten the same instruction, uh -huh. the same level of care. Yeah. You you have the ability to use the same facility, yeah. and everything that comes with being on the team, you have uh, 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 the opportunity to use those things. Yes, sir. So, so the, 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 the son who was there uh, uh, getting excited or, 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 or rather uh, irritated uh -huh. that, that the other son was coming back, uh, 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 does he not realize he already had access and privy to yeah. the things that he's getting upset about? Come on now, come on. You got to stop missing your blessing worrying about what somebody else got uh, when you've already got access yes, to it. Yes, but watch this. This is where we mess up. I, I, I'm going to kind of skip around a little back to bring context to this thing. But because in, in verse 17, the word says, in, in, in verse 17, when he came to his senses. Yeah. <laughs> he said, how many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food? And here I am. Mm -hmm. Dying of hunger, eating with the pigs. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that, that, that that's important to us that, that we need, that, that we might miss here, because we get caught up on stuff. Mm -hmm. I ain't hear nobody clap because he got his mind back. All right. <laughs> so some, some, of, some, of, some of us uh, 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 we, we, we got on the nicest clothes, uh -huh. driving the nicest car, got on some good smelling cologne and good smelling perfume, All right. but we ain't in our right mind. fellas because this thing is so political and, it, and it's a hot topic right now uh -huh. but every time you act a fool you can't come to me talking about some mental health issue because right. sometimes you just acting a fool yeah. yeah yeah but the word says in this particular context he came uh -huh. to his senses yeah some of us got to go through some stuff uh -huh. some of us got to lose some stuff in order to get back in our right mind. Come on now. See, sometimes when you got too much going on, when, when, when you done got too high on the hog, if you will, yeah. when your car done got a little too big, or like old folks say, your britches done got a little too big uh -huh, for you, uh -huh. that sometimes life has to humble you down uh -huh. a little bit. Or better yet, sometimes this text really, in its, in its real context, this son thought that the grass might have been greener on the other side. Didn't really appreciate what he had. Uh -huh. So he had to go out searching and looking. See, see, look, some of you might not be worried about the house, uh, so you got to look. Some of you might not be worried about the car, but watch this. This thing gets deeper than that. Some of you are in relationships, uh -huh. but you're still looking. All right. Oh! Oh! Ah. oh. Yeah, yeah, see, see. Oh. 
got a problem somewhere. And, 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 and so while one person think y'all solid, the other person still see you. Still looking. Not happy, not satisfied. You got to be careful with these work husband and, hu and work wives. Yeah, yeah, come on now. Uh -huh. Yeah, 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 and, and then you and then and then you just continue to explore yeah. and continue to look, and you're not happy and you're not satisfied. Some people are just eternally greedy. Oh, you can't satisfy them. You better start checking people's spirits. You better start doing a temperature oh. check when you connect and meet with people because when you connect with somebody that's never satisfied, you can give them a buffet and they're still going to be hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your time is coming. It's no, it's no sense getting frustrated about when you see other people getting things that you think you ought to have. Because sometimes it's not that they're getting more. You've just never embraced what you've already received. My God. Yeah, come on now, come on. You, you anybody in here got kids, grandkids? So you, 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 you can love them uh, 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 unconditionally, but you always know it's one in the crowd that need a little extra touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, don't need to get jealous of that because you got one child that you got to spend a little more time with. You got a niece or nephew you got to spend a little more time with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's just like that sometimes. Yeah. It, it doesn't necessarily, like even in my life, my people may say I love my youngest daughter more. It's not that I love her more. It's that I'm in a better place to, to do things with her or, or to, to bless her better or to do things like that. But that just comes with time and grace. Yes, sir. But we get caught up on, well, this one's getting more and extra. It's not like that. But your time is coming. But, but watch this. Watch this. The, the bigger problem is, and I've been trying to share this in 2022, worry about yourself. That's my second point. Worry about yourself. Why do we focus so much on what other people have? Do you not realize there's more than one Mercedes in the car lot? Do you not realize there's more than one beach house at the beach? Whatever is out there that you want in life, you can have it if you work hard for it and that's your goal. It's no need getting upset when you see somebody else flourish. Now, now, look, this is the problem right here. This is the problem. We, we get upset when we say we got haters. But watch this. First of all, just because somebody hating on you don't mean they're lying. My mentor had to teach me that. See, we get mad and just hate people because they're hating on us. But sometimes haters got a reason to hate on us because what they're hating on is not a lie. But the problem with this is, is that when you think you get to a place where you, you, you can't get the things that you desire in life, when it's yours, does not the Bible teach us that there's cattle on a thousand hills? That's right. And it says they're all yours to what? To claim. Yeah. But the problem is we get caught up on where somebody else has. We don't understand what they've done to get there. But we also got to understand that things happen seasonally. In due season, in due process. If we faint not, we can get to these levels and we can get to these things. But see, one of the things we got to do, the problem with the word prodigal is I think people don't understand the definition of it. We call him the prodigal son and we get excited because he came back. But prodigal has nothing to do with him returning. 
Prodigal, it, 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 the definition of that just means reckless, riotous living and spending. So what, what, so what you're saying is, this is the riotous son. This is the reckless son. Mm. Has nothing to do with, this is the son who has returned. All right. So see, we put all these negative names on people, but watch this. It's up, up to you whether or not you're going to live up to the name. Yeah, yeah. Somebody call you stupid don't mean you gotta be. That's right, that's Somebody right. call you crazy don't mean you gotta be. Somebody call you broke don't mean you gotta be. What I'm saying is, it's up to you whether or not you live up to the names that you've been called. Yeah. All right. So, so when the prodigal came back, watch this. The 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 he, because he made effort, the daddy met him in the middle. Mm -hmm. So some of us gotta learn to put forth. A little extra effort. Because a lot of us are, be, are being taught or reshaped or reconditioned that if we just pray, God will make a way. I, look, I believe God can do anything but fail. That's right. But I also believe that God requires something of us. That's right. That's right. Faith without works is what? Yeah. A lot of us just want to pray and don't do no work. Yeah. And then we wonder why the next person is going forward. But I want to leave you with this next point. I want to leave you with this next point. Learn to, learn to clap for your crew. Learn, learn to clap for your crew. At the end of the day, no matter what, these guys were brothers. They were family. I'm, I know I'm talking to the right crowd right now because every church I go to, they got some infighting. Not only in the church, but in their homes where people can't even get along. And it really shows up when grandma no longer around to be the referee or the peacemaker. You got to learn to clap for your crew. You got to learn to celebrate those around you. Yeah. You, you, you got to stop being around folks that if you talk too loud, they'll steal your idea. Or they'll stab you in the back. You, you got to stop hanging around those folks that you can't trust them around your, around your family members, around your money, or, or around things that are personal to you. You got you to you learn to be around people you can trust. And you got to learn to celebrate somebody when they do good things. Because if, if God is blessing on your road, then that means God is close to you. And that means you're next in line for a miracle. You gotta learn to celebrate others. You gotta learn to celebrate others because here's the thing that we don't understand. Some, sometimes it takes all of that. We don't understand why little Johnny got to go through life sometimes and, 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 and get arrested or, or get hemmed up on some stuff. Or we don't understand sometimes why this person goes out here, gets on drugs, gets uh, abusive on alcohol, and goes through all these things. But the thing that we got to be concerned with is what verse 17 says that after they've done all these things, do they come? To their senses. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't like people around me that ain't never really been through nothing because I believe we don't know how they're going to respond. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, but when I got somebody who done been around some stuff and they've been in some stuff and then they've rebounded and recovered and rediscovered themselves and now walking on a better path and an upward march, I, 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 I kind of got an idea of what they'll do when bad things happen. All right. You gotta be you gotta be careful about uh, uh, about who's around you, who doesn't celebrate you. Sometimes you gotta be you gotta you ought to be mindful when you tell somebody you got a promotion and they don't and they don't say nothing. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. You you ought to be you ought to be mindful of who you tell you moving into a new home and they don't and they don't and they don't and they don't say nothing. All right now. Yeah, yeah, you ought to be mindful of who don't look your way when you leave off the off the dealership lot and you honking a horn, you know, cock to the side uh, with the window rolled down right. and, and they don't say nothing. You got to be careful about those who are not celebrating 
your success. All right. Oh, but it's right here. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. The text says in verse 32, but we have to celebrate and rejoice because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. You know why a lot of people don't come to church? I do polls and surveys and studies. You want to know why a lot of people don't want to come to church? It's because when they're out there living prodigally, when they're out there turning their back on God, nobody from the church seems to care where they at. Yeah, too many times we live in churches or we operate in churches where everybody is saved. Watch this, Bishop. Even the seats. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you sit in the wrong seat, you're going to get eye stares, mumbling under their breath, hurt feelings, and then that person not even going to come back no more. Yeah. It's a shame that we put more emphasis on who's sitting in your seat rather than who's not here. That's dangerous ministry. That's that's those same people that are hollering, what about a party for me? When your name is not on the program, what about a party for me? When you can't take up an offering, what about a party for me? When you can't usher me down to the front row, what about a party for me? When you don't let me lead and sing my song, what about a party for me? You got to get that what about a party for me out of your mind. You got to change your attitude because here's the problem. While you looking for a party for you, we've been celebrating and dancing the whole time. You just been missing it because it won't play in your song. The tune didn't sound like you wanted it. And so you was missing the party while the party was going on the whole time. So the father had to remind the brother that you know what? We're going to celebrate him because he was dead, but now he's alive. And it's no need for you to get upset because everything I'm giving him re-access to, you've had access to the entire time. But you were too busy worrying about what he was doing that you was already missing, that you had the fattest calf, that you had the big house, that you had everything that I have to offer, but you were too busy worrying. About somebody else. What about a party for me? Yes, sir. All I did and all I wanted to do was come by here today and tell somebody the party's already going on. And if you're real old school, you ought to know ain't no party like a Holy Ghost party. Because a Holy Ghost party don't stop. Don't stop. And if you're missing the party, can I suggest to you that maybe it's because you have the wrong attitude, you have the wrong perspective, and you're hanging around the wrong folk that have clouded your mind and your attitude to the point that you're frustrated with God. So many people have been dying on this week. So many people have been dying on this week. I've gotten text messages, inboxed, so many people died this week. And one of the things I had to say 
that sometimes in life, when you get so overwhelmed, you simply, truly, if you're being honest, want to say, why, God? Why? There's so much I can't take it. And at the end of the day, God sometimes would just wrap his arms around you, whisper in your ear, you made it through another day. And sometimes making it through another day, you don't look good. Because I can guarantee you, when this boy came back home, he didn't have on his shiny suit and his shoes all polished up. He had just got a fresh haircut and got the best Uber to take him into town. Probably smelled like the city he had been in. Probably smelled like the stuff he had been drinking. But he said, I'm going back home. Yeah. Because when I go back home, I don't know what I'll find there, but I'm hopeful. That my father will embrace me. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Let us stand to our feet. Amen. Let us stand to our feet. Amen. 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 I'm just thankful today.